0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Nature's Best Relief, CBD oil and products. Hey, this is pure, high-strain hemp. That's what it is. It's what they do. Their products are made from a cannabis compound with significant supplement benefits without the THC that makes you stoned or high. It's just the good stuff. The hemp products help with inflammation, pain, anxiety, psychosis, seizures, spasms, and other conditions. And here's the best news. If you use code word mudflap or remasculate at checkout, you can get 10% off your total bill. That's right. So check out Nature's Best Relief CBD oil and hemp products. They've got capsules, uh, the lotions, cream. Uh, they got all the flavor oils. That's, that's what I've been using. I like the, uh, the cinnamon and the vanilla. But check them out at naturesbestrelief.com. That's naturesbestrelief.com and use code word MUDFLAP or REMASCULATE and get 10% off your total purchase. Now, let's get on with REMASCULATE. Well, it's nice to be back on the REMASCULATE podcast. It's been, I think now it's been over a month since I've done one because I wanted to do it when I got a guest that was exciting. I wanted a guest that would make people go, holy crap, are, are they... He got Randy Savage? What? Yeah, so that's my guest this week. The uh, the incredible, always banned from something, somewhere, <laughs> Randy Savage. Randy, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I don't know whether to call you Steve or Larry or Mudflap
0: <laughs> Or Tucker or Conspiracy Tucker. Theory Carl or... <laughs>
1: I know you're
0: just a jack of all trades. Well, I, I should have done. But thank you for well, here. well, thank you. Well, yeah, what well, you know, I, I'm sure you do know that I, as a comic, a comedian, and an actor, I, I had all these characters that I do, and I, I set them up with different Facebook pages, and they became their own characters, which I probably should have just done. Like you, picked one name and done all my videos under one name. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well. It didn't help me in the long run because (laughs) (laughs) they still took out – because I had uh, – you know, I did all my characters under one account, but that account's gone anyway. And then my uh, separate account for my art page, which was not politics or anything. It was just exclusively my artwork and my art business, um, that one got taken out as well at the same time. And why did they tell
0: you they took that out?
1: um, So they deleted my main account for spam. Which and platform manipulation, which I don't even know what that means.
0: Me neither, that's the exact same that's the exact same thing. Larry got the exact same yeah. I'm like, I don't spam anybody. I just post comedy videos.
1: Yeah, and I had only, you know what's interesting about that is I had not even been on Twitter for three days because I was so busy moving over the weekend that I hadn't even opened the app. And then on Monday, I sent out three tweets a few hours apart, and I retweeted a few people. that's I, that's not spam. No. Or platform manipulation. So that's what they took out my initial account for. And then they immediately took out my art account um, for attempting to uh, avoid permanent suspension. Oh. So when they permanently suspended my main account, they automatically deleted the other account saying, you're not allowed on our platform at all, period.
0: Well, are you you fighting it? Did you uh, file an appeal?
1: I filed an appeal. Actually, I've been filing the same appeal for both accounts every day, and they've just ignored it. And everybody who's gone on Twitter to check on my page has been sending me screenshots because it changed from suspended or it said this account is not available or whatever. Yeah. And now it says forbidden. So I'm completely deleted. I found myself a whole new level of banned. Oh. I've never even seen Yeah, because
0: I think, Larry, I haven't been to the page uh, today, but uh, it just said account suspended. But, you know, you can still Mm -hmm. you can still sign in and see that people are writing you. You can still see what people are posting.
1: Yeah, I can still do that. I can go in and lurk. Um, But if people look for me now, it says forbidden.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are the Randy Savage, the forbidden fruit of Twitter
1: the forbidden fruit of Twitter. I know. It's like, thanks guys. I wasn't even, I was so busy. I wasn't even making new content. And now they like made me infamous. They gave me like a forbidden label and made it all interesting. And now everybody's talking about me again. And now I'm all motivated to do more content. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. You should have just left me alone. Cause now you made me really relevant. You turned me into this like badass martyr. Well, <laughs> I, I,
0: I feel the, like the exact same way. It's like the, yeah. the, the first time that that Twitter killed uh, my main account, my verified account with a hundred and I guess twelve hundred thirteen thousand people, I I lost my mind. I mean, seriously, it was like what the? Yeah. I mean, how am I, the, I I didn't work this hard. I've been here since Twitter started. I have you know I I cultivated this. This is you know I hadn't bought followers. This was like this is this is bullshit. And, and, and then, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, just, you know, quietly make another account. Well, same thing, you know, bam, people found it and like, oh, ban this one too. So I think you and I have haters, haters, stalkers. And, you know, that that, (laughs) they're just,
1: I think that there is either an algorithm or somebody who it's their, their job. To uh find these accounts because we've seen, I, I'm not sure if you've seen them, but I've seen them floating around over the last couple of years, these charts that they've made of influencers, conservative influencers, and where in the sphere of Trump's Twitter account they are. Yeah. So and Trump's account is like the hub, and then they branch out from there looking for the influencers, the most influential accounts. And they're and now they're just taking them out in these mass purges. So it was before, I think it was more disheartening in your situation situation because it was like you would randomly get taken out by yourself and everybody's like oh what the fuck and it was like this individual and that individual at different times randomly but you were kind of alone yeah there was like snipers taking you out yes but now it's getting so much more attention because they're taking them out in clusters, and now you're it, you're it's kind of a little more validating in a way, you know what I mean? Because you're involved in you're taking out the same moment as these massive accounts like Babylon Bee or Titanium McGrath or um, what the Punisher one, these really huge accounts yeah. at a time.
0: Yeah, and that got me the national. You know, I've had two national articles. Now, with yeah. what lumped into the Babylon B you know McGrath thing, and that was like, cool, you know, yeah, you killed me, but you, yeah. you got my name out there, and I'm still on a uh, parlor, and I'm still on YouTube, and I'm still on Facebook, and I'm you know and, yeah and now I've had so many people, I don't know I'm sure you have too, where they're writing me and saying, "Hey, don't stop doing Larry, just send me your video. I'll post it for yeah. you." Yeah
1: Yeah, that's the cool thing is that you know, we still have our network. And we still have our friends, and I, I don't call them my followers. I call them my friends because Me too. we interact with each other. We, we DM, you know, that I'm only there moving around that platform. My content is only there because of that. Right. And now that I'm taken out of that arena and there are still people willing to put my content on there, it's huge for us because we can still put our forbidden faces on twitter yeah
0: well you know what what's what i've had people writing me is uh i'm gonna miss the 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 fights between you and randy i'm gonna we always loved the, we always loved the fights
1: <laughs> oh my god that used to be so fun for me i mean i don't know about you but i would be sitting on my couch in my living room just firing off back and forth with you and and just cracking up oh me too and, and- it was fun.
0: <laughs> you know, all, yeah, what I would love is when, when one of us, either you or me, would fire the first shot. And then you would <laughs> see all the comments like, oh shit, it's on. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. People come in with their popcorn. Oh, it's not fired. <laughs> <laughs> and sit and watch the back and forth. And the fun thing was with Larry, like going back and forth with somebody or that you agree with is fun. But when you're doing it with Larry the liberal, it's like, it's this opposing view, yeah, and he's like kind of a masochist and does all these self-owns. I mean, that <laughs> character is one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> That's what uh, our, our pal Cat Turd, uh, to- yeah. told me that he, he had said uh, that he always thought that that I was a really good comic, that I was a you know stand-up, and he really mm-hmm. he really liked Tucker the trucker. But he goes, liberal Larry may be one of the greatest characters. Ever, <laughs> it, it, and I think that was it was just fun because I I'm thick skinned and I can take it, so it was fun to like let people take swipes at me because that was the whole point, you know. I wanted it to be you don't know if this is real or not.
1: Yeah, I do that with my account as far as you don't know if I'm a man or not, and we called it the Randy Roll because I would catch people like uh-huh. oh, the dude says this or that or. <laughs> <laughs> and liberals would get all triggered by my comments and be like, oh, you probably have a small dick. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're kind of right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really small.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of the same thing. And it's true. And that's why I loved it. I remember when I very first found you on Twitter and it was it was the first video of yours I ever saw. And it was Larry running through the neighborhood in a pink pussy hat. And he's saying, "I had ju- I just stole this guy's MAGA hat, and he had the red hat."
0: Oh yeah. And
1: like, we need to do the trying to rally the troops <laughs> to go steal hats, and I I just loved it because I I mean, doing parody myself, I can kind of you, when you do satire and comedy, and you you're kind of like you know the art of the troll. Yeah. So you can kind of tell the difference, and I I could not for a minute. I was like, "Is this guy real?" It took me a minute to figure it out. I was like. Did this guy actually go steal someone's MAGA hat? Because this is fucking hilarious. And then after a minute, I was like, oh, my God, I don't think he's real. I think this is comedy. And then I was going through the comments and seeing all these triggered MAGA people like, how dare you do yeah. this? And was, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. He's- this is is real or this isn't real. This is fucking incredible.
0: And then they turn on each other. That's the other thing in the the feed. They turn on each other. Still, you're an idiot. He's a Trump supporter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it does. It's hard because when you're used to just Facebook or you're just a normie, you know, you're used to correcting people when they're wrong. You're like, "No, no, no, I'm this or I'm that or oh, it's just a joke." And the art of the troll is not telling them Ever. and just letting them do it out in the comments, and it's fucking entertaining. <laughs> and you kind of have mastered that. Oh, thank
0: you. And it's you. so
1: fun to watch.
0: Well, that's that's uh, one of the things I like about one of the the other uh, guys on Twitter, Jarvis Dupont. I don't know if you follow yeah. J- Jarvis. Is he? Never, yeah. never breaks character. Like every once in a while, I, I, I throw seeds out there. Like I'll retweet something from Trump, yeah. or I'll retweet something that's a very positive Trump. Like, what? It, it, what is this? Is, is he? Yeah. Is he one of us? Has he changed her? But you know, <laughs> Jarvis never. It's all about the you know liberal, liberal. Everything sucks.
1: But yeah, I, I like Jarvis Dupont, and um, I. Titania McGrath. I started following from the beginning because I was like, "This is goddamn brilliant." I don't know if you follow that account. Yeah, it's like I the do. Blonde, white, social justice warrior chick, and the tweets are so woke that it's like it would go viral on the on the left, and it was fucking beautiful because it's like they're making fun of you, and it's so subtle that you believe it and you agree with it. Yeah, and you look insane, and for years. I think it was like three years. Never broke character, and it just once in a while would drop little hints. And same same thing. I just I love those accounts. I'm a big fan of those. I like that kind of comedy. Yeah, I got. But uh, I think it's really intelligent.
0: Well, thanks. I, I I do too. I and I think you have to be smart enough to follow along too. I you know I think it takes the intelligence to to figure out the satire and the parody because satire goes yeah. over a lot of people's head.
1: And that kind of satire makes us assholes, but that's OK. Yeah, <laughs> I like it because it's like you're kind of a dick because you're messing with people and you're expecting them to be smart enough to figure it out. And if they're not and they feel dumb, you're like, ha ha.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I discovered uh, McGrath because a lot of people early on kept sending me the uh, the real me. Can you believe this, bitch? Can you believe this? You know, like, look what this this idiot wrote. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh,
1: for she, me, it was retweeting Titania. I would retweet Titania and people would be like, what are you doing? Why are you sharing this?
0: Because <laughs> it's funny as fuck.
1: Well, it took like two or three years for people to finally start. I would retweet Titania and people would say, this is satire. And I was like, shh, you're ruining it. Well, Don't I had
0: for a long time, I kept having to, to uh, uh silently direct message people like don't don't say you know larry is such and such don't don't out me don't you know and at one point then one point it would just it's like putting out a brush fire like i can't stop this they're like that's (laughs) your your cousin tucker is like your brother your brother such and such you're you know (laughs) okay
1: yeah man good times i you know being deleted off Twitter, it like you had said, it really upset you the first time it happened because you had organically grown your account for years. Yeah, the same thing for me. I that account never got deleted before. It had been there since 2014 when I first started that account, and at the time it was completely non political. I wasn't doing anything with politics yet at that time, and it was very small. And it grew to 64 whatever thousand.
0: Yeah, you had a good good amount.
1: What? Over the course of a few years, I had James Woods follow me, General Flynn, um, the Rebel News Network, uh OANN, all the big, a bunch of the big ones. I had connected with. I could DM them, and the thing that sucks about it is like, well, I knew it was coming. I, I knew it was only a matter of time. I knew I was on borrowed time. Did you? Uh, I did. Had
0: you gotten hints or you just had that gut feeling that they're going to come I after just
1: me? I had feeling just from watching the way the platform was going, from seeing everybody just get taken out. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days ago, Brendan said on his show, um, on the Dilly show, he said they took out Bill Mitchell off of Twitter. And that guy, whatever you may or may not agree with him, that guy is so vanilla and so careful and so obsessed with the Twitter TOS. And he had a verified account. Yeah. And they took him out. So no one's safe. And I was like, shit, I'm next. And it was the very next day that they took me out.
0: Yeah.
1: So well, they, took, that, they
0: took took all I, of us.
1: I couldn't believe, frankly, I couldn't believe I lasted that long because the tweets I put out were so outrageous that everybody was like, how are you not deleted for this? How is this tweet still
0: well, up? But they were outrageous, but funny. The the ones that I, that I um, thought might get you. And it's basically what got me the very first time was responding to somebody else's tweet, and then it gets considered a personal attack. And then yeah, you then you would
1: – Since I'm not on the platform anymore, I'll give away some of my secrets for how I was kind of like a ninja okay. about not getting deleted because Brendan got deleted seven times.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask they, you about that.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody I know has been deleted at least once. I got – I've been suspended a couple of times. But I never got deleted. I just got the time out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way I would do it is I would... My insults would be like creative. I would use creative words. I wouldn't say, oh, you're a bitch. Because that'll get you deleted. Right. You're stupid. That'll get you deleted. I would just make up like really ridiculous names. Like you're a limp pickle and you don't get deleted that way. And it's stupid and funny, right? Right. Um, and, and I would stay out of the replies of big accounts that are like honeypots, like uh, Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. If I tweeted about her, I would not at her and I would not go in her replies. Um, I would just kind of stay in, I started just kind of staying in my lane a little more, like just sending out my own tweets and only replying to, you know, my friends and stuff.
0: Yeah. And kind
1: of staying out of those honeypots that I was seeing other people get taken out. And there were certain, like I wouldn't use hashtags because they go looking for you with certain hashtags. Um stuff like that so i i was able to kind of like skate through the woods a little bit for a while but then they got me yeah <laughs> yeah going through the
0: minefield and boosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm always amazed <laughs> by the people that know everything about Twitter. Do you ever have you ever talked to somebody that just absolutely knows everything, like the analytics and this is what they're looking for and this is why and you gotta avoid this and don't use this word and and at this time of day is the best time to do a thing and if you post after this time of night your thing will be locked out and I mean there's like this all this that like how do these people yeah. know everything?
1: No I, I would have never known any of it. But we did, you know, we've got friends in high and low places, and and all of our dear anons and um, autists that like to help us out. So we have all the tricks, all the firewalls, all the all the burners, you name it, we got it. And none of it matters now. Whatever new technology they're using to do these purges, mm-hmm. um, it, it's something different, and it's something where they're able to get beyond firewalls and recognize your device. Because somebody tried to make us a new account from a different state, a different device, different password, different phone numbers, different everything. Uh-huh. As soon as we logged into it on our device, not only did it immediately delete the account, it deleted the main accounts of the person who had created it for us.
0: Oh snap!
1: Yeah. So I, it's I've never seen anything like it. So that's why people keep asking why aren't why aren't you guys just coming back? Like we tried. You know, Brendan's come back seven times. Yeah. Seven and you
0: can only have so many names and <laughs> home with so many burner phones.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm starting to feel like like uh what's his name? Um the guy like the guy I cannot believe my coffee is still not kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> like Edward Snow, Snowden. Snowden, Edward whatever. Snowden. Yeah. That guy and Julian Assange, you know, like hiding out. Somewhere with a bunch of different phones, mm-hmm.
0: trying to. <laughs> well, I I, d- I only did that once. I, uh, I that's one of the accounts that got killed after I my original. I went and bought a, a burner phone, one of the you know uh, track phones with. T- give me twenty five dollars worth of stuff, and yeah. then then I didn't even renew it once it was gone. I just wanted the phone number to sign, and now <laughs> I can't find the phone. Just the other day, I was looking for it because maybe I could read. I can't even find the phone. I don't even know what I did with it, but. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah,
1: Time for the burner.
0: Yeah, but uh, th- I think now that they're looking for anything that, like you said, it's a connection to your computer. It's not about the phone number or you've used this email before. Because when I first signed on to Twitter years ago, when it first – you could have all the accounts you wanted. You just kept yeah. making up names and goofy characters, and it was all about comedy, and you went on there yeah. to say the meanest stuff. Because to me, when Twitter first started, it was like your mom and your kids are on Facebook. So you go over to Twitter to say cunt. You know what I mean? It was.
1: Yes, Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. Twitter used to be like the Wild West. It was a free for all. It was completely organic. It was uh, kind of fun. You could see everything. My account in 2014, I could see everything in everyone. Yeah. And. And slowly, it just got hemmed into this little echo chamber, and the rules started getting more and more weird and strict. And the last update they did of the TOS, with terms of service, was we can delete you for any reason or no reason at all. So that's their way around. They're like, we literally can just take you off the platform without warning or, or without you having violated anything.
0: Right. Which, Which is pretty wild. When, is, when do you think – Trump or the administration or somebody will finally come down on the social media because to me, and I've said this over and over, it it is election interference because if I can't post, if I can't share, if I can't get my opinion out, then that's interfering with the election.
1: Oh, blatantly. But it, it's not only election interference, it's interference in free speech. It's interference in commerce, because you and I, those were our business accounts. That was my livelihood. Both of my livelihoods. Yeah. I have two separate businesses that were running from those two separate accounts. That was literally my livelihood. And they took them both out. And I have direct losses Direct losses linked to this, massive losses.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. You know, I, I had just started with a company, Le- uh, Liberal Larry's CBD oils, so mm-hmm. that was going to be the site, and I just started. Pu- I just recently started putting <laughs> stuff up there, and and I'll let tell the people. You and I have talked. I have talked to a lawyer who is interested in this and wanted to know. Give yeah. me give me names and and losses because it can't just be. Hey, I'm unhappy with Twitter, but he no. This- he this goes a-
1: beyond, it sucks. It literally it's impacting your being able to keep a roof overhead in your own life. Because one of my uh, accounts wasn't even in my personal name. It was in the name of a separate LLC for a business. Yeah, but- And they still deleted it for attempting to avoid suspension, but it wasn't even related. And it never even posted political things. It was just painting.
0: Yes, but is, so, it, it was was it under the same phone number? You know, or no, cause, no okay, because a lot no, of times they'll do this, this phone, phone number, was
1: my business phone number, and my business email, and under the name of an LLC. It wasn't even in my name because it was part. All of it was part of my 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 businesses are separate. I do things clean for my accounting and taxes and all that. So I have two different businesses running, and this that's not something I would have ever talked about if I hadn't been deleted, probably. But it's important in in what we're dealing with and so i can directly see the losses not only that but potential future losses and the disruption in my business because i used to do business via dm Mm -hmm. and now have no way to contact those people i had inquiries for paintings and commissions that are gone they're gone i have somebody that was i was just dealing with uh i just shipped them a painting and shipping large paintings is very expensive it costs up to five hundred dollars and now I cannot connect with that person, and I can't collect the shipping funds. Oh crap! So I had to make the decision to go ahead on good faith and ship him the painting anyway, because I'm not going to not send it to him. Yeah, and and just kind of hope that I can find a way to reconnect with him, like mail him a letter, I guess, and be like, "Hey, will you please pay for this?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> or put it put it in there with the painting. Hey, here's the deal. You're like, you know, right. like a letter with so, it.
1: I mean but that's it disrupted my business to the point where I have things that I need to send out to clients that I can't contact. I have clients that want to pay me that can't pay me. I have potential clients that are like why why did she never respond? Um I had over 200 DMs regarding just business. Ugh. So this is not just election interference, it's a ele- it's interference in commerce. Uh, business and commerce
0: yes so we definitely have to get with with the lawyer about this you know it, it's whether it's you me uh brendan there's a couple other people that, that i've talked to that are all like yeah this has got to stop
1: yeah but i i sorry i went off on a rabbit trail with that um i was just venting there that's but okay it's an answer, question of if i think they're when i think they might deal with this i think they already are um because I don't know if you remember, a few weeks ago they were interviewing Bill Barr, and he was saying, "You know, the wheel of justice grinds slow, and it's frustrating to hear people say we're not doing anything because we are, but it takes time, and we're working on it." I get, so, already-
0: I get so tired. Don't you get tired of that though? Is like it's yeah. it's four years into Trump now, and yeah. it's like somebody go to jail. Somebody go to jail. We've got we've got proof. There's an FBI uh, lawyer that is now pleaded guilty. There is there's little proof. Somebody go to jail.
1: I know. And I, I hear that a lot. And I, I share that sentiment a lot from time to time because I'm like, but somebody do something. You know, we all get frustrated because we all want that satisfaction and that to see that result. And we want justice. And oh, justice, was- the thing about justice is It's Just seeing what I've ever seen from from court cases, it's never like a Hollywood movie. It's never what you hope it's going to be. And it never is on the timeline you want it to be. And a lot of times it doesn't feel like you're winning when you are.
0: I want Um, it on the Matlock timeline. I want this shit to go down within one hour. I want a lawyer to walk in there and they go,
1: all right, I did it. Yes, exactly. Same thing. No, we all want the same thing, but... I mean we, we just don't know the behind the scenes of what's going on and I, I mean I do think that there is enough put out into the public sphere to kind of see that there there is movement there is some sort of action going on when will it come to fruition at this point anybody's guess I I feel like election years really fuck up timelines
0: Well, here's my guess my guess is going to be the October surprise, because he needs really? some. He needs something really big, you know what I mean? And I, I think uh, the taking down big high people like Hillary or Obama or somebody, Comey would be like, holy crap!
1: Yeah. So my my theory before this year was always that after his election in november for second term that's when the hammer was going to drop and they were going to bring in the hatchet man and and do uh a lot of arrests that was just kind of my thought that maybe that's what's going to happen uh because i feel like you can't make those kind of moves in an election year when you have a lot of propaganda a lot of messaging a lot of moderates that might not want to like the optics of rounding people up I mean, he already has the literally Hitler. Oh yeah, moniker. Yeah. he has to fight. Um, so obviously, we, the hardcore uh, supporters, want to see that shit. But all of the people who are walking around in face masks right now might not.
0: You mean the ones that are in their car alone with a face mask on? Those people. The ones that yell at <laughs> yeah, me. You know, the ones that yell at me for going. Hey, this is a one-way aisle. You're going down the <laughs> wrong way on the one-way aisle.
1: Oh, I fucked up one lady's day so bad because she dared to say something to me. I, I've never – I don't know about you. I have not put a mask on this entire time, not once. I don't own one. I don't have one. I haven't put one on, and I will not ever. Ever? Not on my kids either.
0: Ever. Well, and, I, I will say because my mom – uh as you know, I had to go spend two months in Texas because my mom had to, had fallen and mm-hmm. rehab, and they wouldn't let me into the room without a daily clean mask that was handed to me. So that's that's my I had a mask, that's kind of a different but
1: situation hospitals medical facilities. I, I mean, I understand that.
0: But I wear I, but I wear a bandana anyway. Most of my life, I mean, I just wear a bandana during the day. So if anybody ever says you know something to me, you can't come in like. Here, I got my pull my bandana up over my face, which is really odd. I went to the bank the other day, my bank, and the sign out front says, no, you can't enter without a mask. And I thought, who would ever thought, let's put on a mask and go into the bank?
1: <laughs> Outside the bank. Well, you told me to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, that's the front. like, who? I, you don't know yeah. who's, who's going to rob you or who just doesn't want to get coughed on? That's what,
1: okay, so me... Being a female and like a, sh- I'm only five three. I talk very big, but I'm very little. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm I would not have guessed like- that. I thought you were taller. I swear. <laughs> How
1: tall? Like six foot.
0: Something? Yeah, yeah. I figured you liked this Amazon from, from you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Randy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need that. I'm gonna rip the audio from that, and I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that on my videos now that oh, I'm Randy.
0: I'm Randy.
1: I might even lip sync to it so
0: people think it's that. V fi fo fum. Don't ever tell me to put on a mask.
1: <laughs> but that's
0: the but that's the scariest is when it's tiny packages that might blow up. That's why you're yeah, probably scarier because like who don't she's little but she'll go off on you.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: She'll climb weird. up you like a spider monkey and slap your face. <laughs>
1: I'll come at you like a spider monkey. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but, like, so for me being small, because I am actually physically small, I'm already, like, defensive. Like, Mm -hmm. I already feel vulnerable out in public. So I carry my gun and, you know, I try to just, like, take care of myself. So now I'm, like, more on edge looking around, like, who the fuck is behind that mask? Yeah. No one's going to recognize you if you try to do anything to me. And people recognize my face now. So I'm even more on edge. And now my face is the only one that's not covered. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> Well, I mean, I've been recognizing gas stations and shop, uh, uh, shopping centers and stuff. Me too. In my own town. So yeah, you have a recognizable face. I didn't think my face was that recognizable because I have like the beard icon on all my shit. Right. Apparently, <laughs> it is. people are like Randy, and I'm like, what? So yeah. now I know that people.
0: I got that the story the other day.
1: Me, so now I'm even more like. Like on edge with all these weird mask faces. Well,
0: I'm like, hey, well people, what's weird is at the least they know it's you. I, I got, I was standing there and they go, "Larry, is that you?" <laughs> I go, what? "What? Larry's not even real." But yeah, that's
1: <laughs> Larry. Yeah, you're just gonna have to live with that. I mean, you made a very recognizable character. Yeah.
0: Well, I I tried hard to make that. As you saw some of the posts, and it, it helped with the memers, the guys that are that meme us. You know, yeah. that they made Larry like the face of liberalism. You know,
1: <laughs> which is so perfect, just like this unhinged pink hat. <laughs>
0: He cries at everything. You don't know what (laughs) sexuality, anything about him. Is he married? He he pretends to be. (laughs) Goes and
1: attacks people and then is like, oh, my God, I'm a victim. Why are you being mean (laughs) to me? It's my favorite.
0: Yeah, we're working on with one of the guys right now. One of the members uh, wrote me and asked me to do a, film a scene as Larry stealing a Trump's a sign, not the hat, because that get, what gave him the idea. But he said all these new, news articles are popping out about people stealing Trump signs. So we
1: had ours stolen. Did you have yours stolen? You've got to do it. Yes, you've got to do it because it's literally happening. And we put Brendan put two trump pence signs like a trump 2020 sign just the little yard ones that poke in the ground two of them and the, at the end of our driveway and one day we came home someone had taken them out of the ground and threw them up against the front of the house and we thought it was odd we thought maybe it was just the wind because why would somebody take them and walk all the way up our driveway with them
0: yeah like
1: knowing we probably have cameras and shit <laughs> it so we thought it, that probably wasn't a person but then then a few days later they were gone someone uh. had like them back and then they were gone when I came home from the grocery store one day
0: well that's what we're doing that's what we're probably gonna do with this video is shoot it shoot it from an angle that looks like it's somebody's you know front porch cam security cam and <laughs> he, he goes I can't decide whether I want to have you uh, like electrocuted by the sign or just have somebody shoot you as soon as you pull up the sign so either one uh, of either one I of those would-
1: let me let me just give you uh my perspective uh-huh. would just be do the electrocuting thing, don't do the getting shot thing, because I could just see that going very wrong oh. on social
0: media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they'll never let you back. <laughs>
0: yeah. They'll they'll kill me on every platform. Now, I don't know if you saw uh uh Mindy uh what is her Mindy Robinson.
1: Mindy Robinson.
0: Yeah, I, I heart Mindy, I love Mindy, you know, yeah. she posted a thing the other day about Parler being horrible, horrible for stealing information, and now starting to ban people. Did you see her her post or hear about this?
1: No, no I'm really out of the loop right now after being kicked off Twitter, and I'm still getting the hang of Parler because it's such a different. It's more forum style. It's not. Uh, it's not it's easy. Not like Twitter. Yeah, it's not. It's not simple, and it doesn't flow like Twitter does. And I, I, you, you can't really. The notifications are weird. Um, so it's, it's just slower. So I didn't see that. And I haven't heard anything about, uh, Parler banning people.
0: Yeah. I I had, I I had heard that Parler was like, you know, the go-to everybody was like, well, go to Parler, go to Parler, go to, and then I saw her post and I'm like, well, what's going on? You know, is, is, is this some kind of, you know, trap that the liberals have set up? We'll get all those guys (laughs) over there and then we'll. we'll,
1: Right. Yeah. No, I, You know, we weren't, we initially didn't even go on to Parler because we were kind of like, that sounds like bullshit. But then verified accounts like Laura Trump and Eric Trump are over there. So we were like, okay. Me too. And Brad Parscale helped found it. So I feel like it's not a honeypot, but I mean, I, I just don't know anything about it. What I had heard was the news broke that Apple had told Parler. If you don't delete these certain users off your platform, we're not going to allow you to update your app on our app store. Uh-huh. So Apple was doing this like jackboot thug thing and the news broke. Parler told on them. It was fucking stupid. They should Apple should have known that that was going to happen. But Parler broke the news and then Apple walked it back. That's uh-huh. what I had heard about deletion. Uh, aside from that, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, this – somebody posted under her, her thing that said, uh, yeah, be careful. Amazon hosts them, and you know how bad Amazon is, which I don't know any, any if that's true or not. But that's like
1: – well. Well, okay. So the the host isn't really as crucial as the platform itself. Uh, I mean devil's advocate here. you You have to have a host. I mean – that's that's almost akin to saying that the app is evil because it's in the Apple store. Right. I mean, the the the, the Amazon's huge. And, if, for example, Brendan sells his book on Amazon. It's it's where you can put printed books. It, it doesn't mean that he endorses Amazon or is in bed with Amazon. It just means that that's a seller. Right. So when you have these big monopolies, you only have so many options if you even want to be on the playing field.
0: Right. So let me ask you a question. When you, you said that you were on uh, early on, on Twitter. At what point, what was the, the catalyst? What pushed you over to, to the videos, to the Randy Savage that everybody knows now? What point did you go, oh, screw this. I'm, I'm going after it?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Well, so I, I actually didn't use my Twitter much at all uh, initially when I made it. I would just, you know, generic stuff. And then during the 2016 election, I started asking questions um, because Hillary fucking terrified me. I was like, this bitch is going to be the end of the country as we know it. Like, she's literally Christ. She's scary as hell. Like, and so I started to ask the question from, okay, aside from not Trump, what would actually make you vote for Hillary? What genuinely tell me why? What about her platform? What is good about her? And nobody could give me a real answer. And that's where so And so then I just started having political debate and argument during the 2016 election on Twitter. And ever since then, I started I got more into the politics because politics superseded entertainment. It became uh, everybody, the entire country now. It's our it's our entertainment. It's what we go to our
0: sports teams
1: And it was kind of the same thing. Like Brendan used to do life coaching and self-help and all that. And. after 2016 nobody cared everybody was only talking about politics because we're in historic times right now and we are in a timeline that wasn't supposed to happen right so how do you not be engaged in that i mean it's just she wasn't
0: supposed to win
1: no she wasn't supposed to nope she wasn't supposed to win and he was never supposed to know uh and he knows everything they've got they have everything so you're you can't look away. It's you just it's it's in the most fascinating movie, and it's something you'll never see again. Uh, so I was involved with that, and then I started making you know like I just make fun of everything because I'm like you people are ridiculous. Like yeah. you make you take things so seriously, and I love to troll. I'm like an internet troll, and so I just started doing it with politics, and then I started doing videos making fun of these people, and I did the AOC with the popcorn.
0: Right, that's the first I, one I saw.
1: That was that was the big one. That one. I just made fun of her eating like a ridiculous cow on her Instagram live and acting ridiculous and saying ridiculous things. And all of a sudden, the video just started blowing up. And at that time, I had 10,000 followers, I think. Or no, I think it was even... No, it was less than that. I had like five or 6,000. And uh, the video went viral. It, It was everywhere. It had, I think, collectively all over the internet. We lost track. But at the time, it had over three million to six million views,
0: nice. and then it was getting
1: ripped and placed everywhere. It just it went mega viral, and so that was the first big one. And then I just started doing them every week after that.
0: But well, you know, it's weird. My my very first uh, viral video uh, where it was it, it was the start of Larry. I don't know if you saw it. it was the one where I was crying, where she like Hillary won. And,
1: and- yes. Oh, I saw that one later. You know, like I said, the first one I saw was the stealing the MAGA hat. And then I saw you crying, like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. But that was the first one of, like, I can't believe, you know, this. Oh, we're all going to have to get jobs. And I don't know. That video ended up going over, over 10, 10 million views with Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, all, like all all together. And, yeah. and I thought. Okay, that got great exposure, and I got like hundred, you know, like you said, you get hundreds and thousands of followers. But then some of my friends that had viral videos that I know they were like, okay, well do it again, like okay, (laughs) and it. I've only ever had one more video go to one million views. It was like you, you, you. I I can't remember. I have to go back and go through. I think it was. uh, Oh, I know what it was. It was the one that uh, Chad Chad Prather and I had done the the yeah. fri- friends and safe spaces, yeah. So, um, but but that was uh, I, it's you don't you can't predict a viral video. At least I I can't. No. You know I don't know because I'll think this is the best one I've done. I, I took two days to write it. I actually did the lights better than typical, and then I can come down here and pick up my phone and talk to it, like hold it and talk to it, and that video will get more more shares than the one I thought would kill.
1: Yeah, no, it's it really is. It's a matter of lightning in a bottle. And you never know which one it's going to be. I've never had a video that went as big as that AOC popcorn one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd co- I had some get pretty big, but never that big. Like the Nancy Pelosi ones have done pretty well. But it, it yeah, you just never know which what what is the magic?
0: I, I love the happened. Nancy Pelosi I thought that was one of my favorite when you when just dropping empty bottles and just just a mess, just
1: a mess. A of, of Larry the liberal interviewing Nancy on oh, Pink that Network.
0: that was so much fun
1: <laughs> that was a blast uh that one did pretty well
0: we need but, we need know, to do more then, of those we' know we're and at least on parlor you know
1: now yeah, now that I'm super motivated to do it, we gotta do it. I'm gonna start this weekend, I'm gonna start doing videos again. So join me. Let's do it. Let's we'll do put it. out well, content
0: out. Well, you know the girl I, I sent you the Tina the Tina forty or Tina Forte. You yeah. see her with the you, the fuck Trump. You
1: fucking moron.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trump twenty twenty, motherfucker. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. She she hit me up because she like Larry and we were going back and forth and then she retweeted a couple of mine and her fans were like get it going after her for like why are you sharing this piece of shit why are you
1: like (laughs) what is wrong with you that's so funny I love it yeah you just you never know which one's gonna stick with which person it depends on how quickly you can react to something that's trending Mm -hmm. and it's because that's how relevant you are and how kind of on point you are. And then and then it's just a matter of who sees it. Because that AOC one I did, I just expected my little group of followers to see it and get a little chuckle out of it, and that was it. Yeah. But somebody shared it, and somebody big happened to be on their phone, and they happened to share it, and then it just exponentially, it broke through.
0: Yeah, did you watch and, the numbers? Did you sit and watch the numbers?
1: No, I didn't know it was happening. Oh. I, I did the video and shut my phone. And then I think it was Cat Turd messaged me. He he texted me and he was like, hey, your video is like going crazy. And I opened Twitter and I was like, oh, my God. And then an hour later, I opened it again. And I was like, dude, I think this thing is going to go viral. And then all of a sudden, all my friends are DMing me and they're like, uh, Paul Joseph Watson just put it on his show. And and then it just started growing from there. And it was just like I said, exponential. So you just never know which one's going to be the one.
0: Now, don't you think it's odd? Uh, you, you, you do great characters. You do, you know, it's, and you have fun with it. I, I will slap myself for the back and go, I, I, can, I can write and perform. We've got, yeah. other, we've got other friends that have done videos or memes that just so well. Isn't it odd that no one ever said, hey, you guys really ought to have a show? I mean, a real show. Like Hollywood wants to keep real talent down because if you can make yeah. people laugh like we've done and go viral like we've done and, and collect fans and friends like we've done, there's a market that they just did not want us to have.
1: Well, it's a, it's an old paradigm. It's a dying paradigm, and what we do would be considered a threat to that. So why would they acknowledge it? But I mean how many times have you heard from your fans, oh my god, if only SNL would pick you up, I would start watching it again. Like Yes. It, you, is what it used to be like and stuff like that Oh, i wish you had a show oh you need to do this every every night whatever yeah i mean i'm sure you get it all the time
0: right but the those characters would have been perfect because we did make fun of of enough that it walked the line like larry was yes he's a stupid liberal but he's sort of a trump supporter by a trump and so people could be okay with the characters It, it is what saturday night live used to do you know It wasn't just coming out and slamming, slam, slam, slam.
1: Yeah. And the same thing, like what I do with, I'll just dress up as whoever and and do some of their basic affectations and improv it. And that's what I do. I don't do, like, I appreciate how you sit down and actually write and plan and do it nicely. I just, I don't really have time. So I just throw my shit together, press record one take and whatever I, I come out with is what happens. And that's, you know the same thing they do on SNL it's like you go on stage and they record and it's live and it's yeah. improv so it would work too because you can make fun of anybody and and it's supposed to be lighthearted you're supposed to be making light of things you can make fun of people you like even yeah and and it's and it's appreciating their kind of their uh their mannerisms and and what's unique about them?
0: Well, when I was a radio DJ, I got to I interviewed Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live, who did the the Clinton impressions and all that kind of. stuff. Oh, and, cool. and he said that uh, you really don't have to nail them. You only need like fifty to sixty percent. You know, get an affliction down or a word that they use or you yeah. know a a, a movement
1: yeah like an affectation yeah well and i think that that 50 to 60 percent is your sweet spot because if you're a dead ringer it's it's a little too much realism to where it's not as funny because it's not as obvious that it's a joke Mm -hmm. like there are people who legitimately thought i did that i did a parody of tulsi gabbard and I can't tell you how many people in that comment. Once you hit a certain number of views, the people who don't know you start coming in. Yeah. And, oh, my God, I never saw this video of Tulsi. I can't believe she's just admitting these things. Yeah, they really <laughs>
0: thought it was her. Yeah. Yes. Was, wasn't that the one that I went and bought the outfit with the, the stars and stripes to pretend that was you I being Tulsi?
1: I still have my stars and stripes pajamas, <laughs> and we still need to do that.
0: I still have mine. We need to. We need to do it at some point. Yeah, I, I got together. I don't know how your yours is, but I had stuff everywhere. I mean, like hats and glasses and wigs and <laughs> and, and, and and stuffed unicorns and blow up dolls. And I, I they were all over the, the house. And just recently, because of the lockdown, I thought I'm going to make a uh, a prop closet. So basically I went and bought tubs and I, I got all my props that. So now it's like, ooh, I need this. I know exactly where to go, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I have a little bin of like props. You know, I have uh cause when I was doing these videos, I didn't actually like plan ahead and go buy props. I would just go dig in my closet and see yeah. what I could see. Or like my kids' rooms or yeah. whatever. Same but thing. Then but then I did uh Elizabeth Warren. I went out, I was Halloween shopping and I was like, that stupid hair looks just like her. I'm gonna do an Elizabeth Warren. So I bought the wig. So now I have like a little box of props that I keep all in one place. I've got like the the Larry the Liberal hat. And do you remember I went out that's the first time I think that I specifically bought things to the hat. to improve somebody. I bought a t shirt that looks like a man's chest.
0: Yeah, I remember and, that. You put the hat and the hat. they did the pose.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I popped the shades out of sunglasses for the big glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I grabbed my daughter ha- used to have a unicorn poster in her room, and it was like in the garage, and I stuck it behind me.
0: Yeah, and- that's the way it was when I very first started. A few the very first ones, I'd run it. I asked my wife, "Do you have like a a tank, a little tiny tank top I could wear to make me look a little more <laughs> like, uh, you know, a, a Hollywood dancer? You know, that kind of just." <laughs> that's awesome.
1: That's commitment.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and, but now I've done that, you know, I'll go on Amazon and go, I, I need a Stars and Stripe jumpsuit or I need a I need a a, a blonde wig because I want to pretend to be, you know, such and such. Yeah,
1: I buy stuff now for Kicks and giggles, and I'm not going to tell you, but I'll just tease it. I have some stuff for Kamala Harris, <gasps> so I'm going to take it down here pretty soon. Sweet, Yay. sweet. My Amazon cart was a mess. I Wait. was like, please don't give me suggestions based on this purchase. You know how they do that? You buy one thing and then they show you a billion things similar. Like, you might like this. Yeah.
0: I bought that Stars and Stripes thing. Next thing I'm getting, like, lingerie. You bought this. Would you like, you know, this, it, just because I bought some women's clothing doesn't mean that I want at all.
1: Oh, you should see my shopping cart for Kamala Harris. My suggestions are going to be so brutal now. They're probably going to shut down my business account on Amazon. So they're going to be like, this is what are you doing? <laughs>
0: well, well, after you do your first Kamala or, or, or get her going, I would love to do Larry interviewing Kamala.
1: Oh, my God. I think God. that would be like, Let's do it. Oh, my God. That'll be good.
0: Queen, my queen, you know, you being the first African American, is it African or Indian? Which one are you?
1: oh my god that reminds me of when we did um when we did larry getting the phone call from elizabeth warren Mm -hmm. that one (laughs) and when when we were hanging up he said okay bye bye queen and i i lost (laughs) i was dying i replayed that part so many times my editor that i sent it to he cut out that he cut it out and I didn't realize it until after we posted it, and I was so heartbroken. I was like, no, you took out Bye Bye Queen. Oh, that's
0: why you have to learn. to. you got to do the edits yourself.
1: I do it myself now. Yeah, I have my own software that I figured out to do it myself. It's not as polished, but it works.
0: Yeah, and once you it's, figure it's,
1: out. kind of shitty. helps, I think.
0: <laughs> well, I think so, too. I, I think sometimes people are so used now to uh, bad videos or videos that yeah. have been stolen off of Twitter and re-manipulated that they accept the bad is is even good. At years yeah, past, you would like never a- see the news, uh, national news, with somebody talking to their phone.
1: Yeah, good point. You know, with COVID, like we've been saying, all of us, the memers and and the conservative online podcasters like you, Brendan, with because his show is very polished. We'll watch them, uh, like fucking what's his name, Fredo, in his house yeah. doing CNN, oh. and he's like. In his kitchen, you can see his shitty wood oak countertops behind him. Yeah. And it's like all grainy. And we're like, oh, my God, we're better at this than they are. Like, they just entered our arena and they fucking suck.
0: (laughs) Well, that's that's what I said about watching the DNC. And, yes, I have been suffering through watching it.
1: Oh, it's brutal.
0: I tweeted that I go, the production value of of a junior high girls YouTube channel has more value because...
1: Literally, it's so bad. It's so bad. It, I, I, it's like, you couldn't look more broke and more like the losing team. What's even more fun is looking at the comments on like YouTube and stuff. People are like, we're going to lose, aren't we?
0: Yeah, I know. They're accepting <laughs> it. They're like... <laughs> They're just well, like we're fucked. Well, it's it's like don't you have anybody there? Is there nobody off camera to go three, two, one? Look at you know because they're 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 not looking at the camera when it cuts to them. They're not you know like like Biden when they said you know you've accepted you've been nominated. He was looking off at a corner, not at not directly at the camera. <laughs> yeah. You know like he
1: has, remember when he walked out on stage. And he he tra- he was talking to the back of the stage. Yeah. The cameras were in the audience, and he thought they were behind him. So he's literally addressing the, the cameras and they're behind him. Yeah. And they kept panning to away to the audience to try and give him a chance to turn around. And then they would have to pan back and he's still not facing them. And there was just Oh, it was bad.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, and people are now wanting to go, you know, well, he, he didn't say Mrs. Joe Biden. I'm, I'm Joe Biden's <laughs> husband. He, he, he <laughs> did you see that?
1: Yes, oh my and
0: think God! They He so cool. did. It just sounded like that because he had a fro- it, frog in his throat. Didn't you know he cleared his? He cl- no. Yeah, I noticed he was trying to cover up. Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> Joe <I'm clears throat> J- Biden's husband.
1: Well, yeah, just like he uh, didn't shit himself on live TV with a pruny wet fart. <laughs> they were just like, no, it was a leather chair or an audio. That was like, the no, chair. Shit that- himself. I oh,
0: heard it. Oh come on, man! That's like saying, "Are you a a cocaine addict?" Come on, man!
1: Uh,
0: what? <laughs> what? You ain't black. You ain't. If you don't. No g- <laughs> oh man! Now here, this is what I want to ask you about before we wrap up here, because I was just telling my wife this. It dawned on me last night, and it was a very scary thought, because everybody. Any sane person in the world knows Joe Biden is not there anymore. He's yeah. he's not there. He's mentally incompetent. It's 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 obvious. It's sad. I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying it it is what it, it is. What it is. And they're trying to cover it up. His wife does more talking for for him. Yeah. Um. And yet all these people are go Joe, go Joe, go Joe. Are they are they stupid? Are they ignorant, or are they hate America that bad they would vote a senile man into office? Because they obviously have to know that shit's not right. So what what is going through their head that they're still pushing that instead of going, you know what, this just isn't right. Get nominate somebody else, even. Or or do they already know? Hey, look, Joe's fucked up. Kamala is going is going to be in the office in in uh, two weeks after again, that's still fucked up. So it's, it's a game that is a horrible game that nobody's pointing out. The mass media isn't even saying, look, this isn't right.
1: Well, there's one answer to that, China. Anybody, I have not, I have not met a single Joe Biden voter, not one organic person, not one, not one. And the only thing I can think is that it's, it's literally paid opposition. The only people that support Joe Biden is somebody who has a reason to they're paid for, they're bought and paid for. The the media carries water for China. Joe Biden is a China pick through and through. I mean, we know that there's not even any arguing it. Yeah. So anybody that supports Joe Biden is bought by China. That's all it is. And the only people, the useful idiots, there there are there are few and far between. But the useful idiots that support Joe Biden, they literally they, – they will say, we can't have four more years of Trump. We just can't have four more years of Trump. Right. But
0: that makes it that even sc- – That's But that makes and it even scarier. Traffic. That makes it even scarier because why why can't you have Trump? What has he done? Low, lowest minority unemployment? S- s- uh, record stock He's market?
1: We're world peace right now. World We're pulling peace. Out of the East. We have peace between – uh the arab nations and israel for the first time in like centuries are you kidding me
0: and then but you'll have people comment under that like somebody will put something like this is historic oh you believe this happened you believe the pussy grabber you know they're like they can't they they can't accept it or won't accept it
1: right but it's like look there 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 are people that wrote articles like oh i believe the woman who accused joe biden of rape but i'm voting for joe biden anyway because we can't have trump i'm dead serious they're so never trump that the principle doesn't even matter yeah and it doesn't matter if you point at years of actual the great thing about the president is my niece asked me the other day auntie why is trump good i heard that trump is saving the, the country what does that mean what does he actually do and she's eight. And it was a very good question. So, But the thing is, the things he's done, are, are they're so material that I can easily explain to an eight-year-old what he's done. I said, well, he's cut payroll taxes, which means that employees and businesses can stay open and keep more of their money. Um, he's bringing back a bunch of jobs to the country. He's making world peace right now. We're bringing home our troops from other countries and ending wars where our economy is stronger he's making it so that people have to follow the rules to come into the country the right way that's racist right that's racist i know you know what's so crazy is people call me like oh you're so you're this white supremacist or whatever for saying for supporting the wall i'm like you stupid bitch i'm mexican <laughs> like, i lived in mexico they don't want to go there. Nobody wants them to come here. Mexicans from Mexico don't want illegals here. Right. And they're like, oh, you're one of the ones he wants to throw back over the wall. No, you stupid motherfucker. That's not how this works. Yeah. Like, you're so far gone. Yeah. There's just – it's just Well, ridiculous. that's what – fr-
0: a friend of mine who uh, is Cuban who escaped – his parents escaped Cuba. Uh, mm-hmm. He is like hardcore Trump. Uh, just you know, he pushes the Latina, you know, thing for for Trump and Latina, Latino. Sorry, not Latina. Let me get my verbiage right. And uh, but but he he catches the same shit, like you know, traitor. Like what? <laughs> you know what do you what do you what do you mean? Just because I I like it here, it's better than where I came from. It's be, it's you know.
1: You know the irony of that is the people calling you traitor that are like. Oh, he's racist. Why would you want people coming here illegal? Illegally, we want them to come here. We just want them to come the right way. Well, every so other our aren't- here's the same logic. You're like, oh, you have to shut down the entire country and wear masks and stay home because we don't want to overwhelm hospitals. But if you don't want to overwhelm every other establishment of our society, like welfare and the job market, and I mean, if you don't want a an ongoing endless rush of other countries bleeding in and and overwhelming every other system why why are you okay with shutting everything down to not overwhelm hospitals
0: and we're the only country for a long for uh, that i've noticed because i i've traveled like around the world with my stand-up i had to prove to go to go to work in london i had to prove to them that i had something they couldn't get and I had to send entertainment posters, like I've been on these shows, I've been on this show, to get a job. Over you can go visit, but to get a job and do television, you have to prove. Same thing when I went to work in Hong Kong, you have to prove that you're coming over there with something they, they don't already have there.
1: A couple of years ago, Canada's uh, up until very recently, their immigration laws were far more stringent than ours were. Actually. Uh, every single developed nation, every first world country had more stringent immigration policies than we do. The entire racial obsession or, or the illusion of racial division and race obsession in our country is literally an illusion. It's propaganda, and it's for the rest of the globe. Yeah. It's not real.
0: Well, that's what uh, – I've argued this, and it's, it's, it's had people – Attack me is I get tired of of say, of people saying that's racist because everything there's on, there's only very few actual races like race
1: card uh, declined
0: <laughs> you know what I mean because the they're they're groups they're you know uh that's racist no that's Norwegian that's not a race that's a country you know what <laughs> I, you know what I mean that's that, that's yes, the example that's I'm using it's all over it, you. It, that's an ethnicity not a race. So you're not racist at them. You might be prejudiced. You're
1: ethnicist?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? They just, they randomly pick a word and they just run with it and run it in the ground.
1: Because it's, it's for all the useful idiots. It's a simple word with a fairly easy to grasp concept and you can apply it to anything. Yeah. If everything's racist, nothing's racist.
0: Well, that's, that's what I, take the power away. That's why I think – I, I enjoyed when I started seeing more and more people go, fine, I'm racist, fine. Do you want to call me that? Right. I'm, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just take the power away.
1: Yeah, I'm like, you You think I give a fuck what you label me? I don't give a fuck about a label. It, it changes nothing. It doesn't move the needle at all. It doesn't change my perception of myself or the perception of me of anybody who knows me. It doesn't change – my income or my business or my spiritual life or my children or my own heritage or what I take pride in. It changes nothing. Right. It doesn't move the needle. Nobody is afraid of being called racist anymore. Well, that's
0: not—that's how they beat us down for so long. That For, for years, if you were to, to speak up like something was actually wrong, why? You, do you, you hate black people? Why? Do you hate Mexicans? Why do you? No, I just – this is actually wrong.
1: Yeah, Yeah, race and color almost all the time has nothing to do with it. I've actually, I've witnessed incidents of real racism and it's rare to see and it is actually quite shocking and it's horrifying to see it and to witness and to be like, wow, somebody actually thinks this way. Somebody actually just said this and believes this, but on a day to day basis, they want you to believe that the. Racism is part of the system that it's that you're racist, whether you know you are or not, that you're unintentionally accidentally racist because you're white.
0: (laughs) I stepped in it. I stepped in racism and I got it all over me. I didn't even know
1: it. (laughs) Oh God. All right. I'm burning up in this car now. I got to get out of here.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm an hour. I was going to wrap it up with it as tell people how to uh, find you in any way, shape or form that's left.
1: Thank you. All right. So I'm, on Parler, at Hublet, H-U-B-L-E-T-T-E, same ad I've always had, on Parler, at Hublet, the one with the gold badge. None of the—there's imposter accounts, apparently. Uh, I'm the one with the gold badge. Okay. And I'm on Periscope, at Real Randy.
0: Okay. And do you have a YouTube channel, or no?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. My YouTube is uh, the same as my Instagram, which is also—it's all at Hublet.
0: Oh, you got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing the show. I appreciate it. I mean, it was great to like finally sit down and talk to you. We 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 have done Twitter wars and when uh, I just miss the fact now that you, me, and Cat Turd cannot rule Twitter like we we should have. That you know?
1: was my favorite thing about opening that app. It was so much fun, and I mean, because you have you two are so funny and so witty and so much fun to bounce off of and it was like really invigorating and I think people really enjoyed it so I miss that too but thank you for having me on here it was really great to see you and actually sit down and talk with
0: you you too we'll do it again yeah alright thanks, all right.
1: well, thanks. Hey, message me and let's plan let's plan a, a great reunion between Larry and Randy
0: let's do it let's do it right. and Kamala
1: and Kamala <laughs> all over me <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, we'll see you. Take care.
1: All right, All right. thank you. All right,
0: bye bye. Well, my groupies, that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Randy Savage, Savage, she is. Uh, I'm so sad that she has been banned from Twitter because we had some great times creating some fun videos, as you heard, and hopefully we can do it again, at least on Parlor and. You know, if we can get together and do new videos, I'll put them on the YouTube channel, and I'll let you guys share them for us. So, if you enjoyed the podcast, give it a thumbs up, uh, share it with your friends, that's the only way people ever find us, because, you know, people have to kind of go, have you heard about it? No, I haven't. That's your job, is to turn them on to the Remasculate Podcast, because, this podcast got started because too many of American kids are just got uh, wussified, pussified. And it was. I started telling people, you need to wake up. These kids are out of control. Something's going to go bad. And <laughs> look at Portland. Look at Seattle. I've been predicting this for years. When you don't whack your kid, they think they're entitled to it. They don't think there's any uh, repercussions to their actions. And that's what we're seeing right now. So, be better parents. Be better parents. You know what it takes. You know it's hard work. Just don't let the kids slide, all right? Or they'll get you banned on Twitter. They become one of those. I didn't like that. That hurts my feelings. I'm reporting you to Twitter Terms of Service. <laughs> Where's my lighter? I need to burn a building. Anyway, God bless America. Go listen to some Oak Ridge boys. Until next time, I bid you. I do.
1: Basement Of the mud house Flat thing and poo, And they're under Where the thing rains and loose And poo licks himself And flap contemplates Manly things He thinks about guns And trucks And Stooges Three
0: men and boys And that doesn't sound right He thinks about boo
1: and bacon and power tools. Come with me, let your masculine Oh, won't you come with me?